Welcome to Bizom's podcast where we sit with CPG industry leaders and listen to the journey of brands that have shaped global retail. Today we are in conversation with a brand whose history dates back to the history of beer itself. Rooted from an extraordinary heritage of over 800 years, ABN Bev is one of the leading alcohol companies in the world. Its iconic brands have won millions of hearts and become a part of all social gatherings. Today we are in conversation with Jishnu Gandhi, Associate Director, Digital Transformation and Analytics at ABN Bev India, to explore the remarkable journey of ABN Bev India and their journey with digital transformation. Hi Jishnu, welcome to Bizom's podcast. I'm really happy to be sitting here today to revisit the entire journey we have had. Uh, just from your curiosity angle, how did ABN Bev actually venture into India and how has that journey been for the brand? Uh, first of all, very happy to be here Arpita. Love the Bizom headquarters. I think we should have done more meetings here. Maybe we can do that going forward. Um, on ABI's journey, uh, it's been one of resilience I would say in India. Uh, we ventured into India, um, let's say completely in 2016-2017. Uh, and from then, we've been trying to build the base of uh, being the pioneer in premium products. Um, you'll be actually very surprised to know India is now the fourth largest market for Budweiser. So that's a feat we just achieved earlier this year. Uh, so it's a very exciting market and uh, we're all guns blazing and very uh, keen to see how this goes. That's absolutely amazing to know that Budweiser now the pioneer in India as well as in the world. Mm-hmm. And now that we know that, you know, Budweiser is kind of taking off. Uh, how did we actually come across this entire consumer trend of foreign Budweiser into the Beyond Beer category as well? Yes, uh, it's been quite a journey. Uh, we as a company pride ourselves, of course, with the use of technology and we'll probably touch on that later as well, in trying to keep with the pulse of the consumer. Uh, with the demographic dividend that we have in India, I think it's very much uh, supportive of our Beyond Beer portfolio. So now we don't just have beer, we have obviously Budweiser 0.0. We've recently launched uh, Budweiser Magnum Double Barrel Whiskey as well. And uh, of course we have our energy drink Budweiser Beats which we ventured into in 2021. So all of this is keeping in mind what the consumers are asking. And of course India by design is a spirits market. Uh, Could be a factor of taxation, could be a factor of consumer taste or a mix of both. Uh, and because of that, we've now forwarded into uh, using the power of our other brands as well, like Who Garden, uh, and going into white spirits like gin. Uh, Seven Rivers, which is our craft beer brand, we've now ventured into rum. And our partnership with Slab Ventures, uh, we're now venturing into vodka with Diawar. Oh, wow, that's a lot of products now which you have to market and distribute. Yes. So, in terms of distribution, do you think that digital uh, enablement is like the spine of the entire operation? And how does it actually help the sales and development team at all? Absolutely. It is the backbone, uh, uh, to say the least. Now, you worked very closely with us, so you understand that the route to market for alcoholic beverages is very different from other CPG products. So with the kind of restrictions that are there and for our audience, I think just to put it out there, uh, let's say uh, in India for Alcobev, even if the overall customer base or the retailer base is limited, uh, but the way that you reach out to them differs by state. So it's ruled by both federal as well as state regulations. Uh, So when we partnered with Bizom, I think one of the first things that we had to sort out is How will we make sure that we have customized strategies, making sure that in a particular state when we are venturing into it, uh, our products are reaching the right outlets in the right manner, right? Uh, 
so of course having information on what these outlets where they are uh, how much are they are able to sell uh, is a big big plus but as we ventured into beyond beer and especially for our non alcoholic portfolio i think that's where we really leverage the power uh, that bizom has because of all the other clients that you worked with in the past and the aggregated information of the industry uh, so literally when you we were launching the non alcoholic beverage portfolio although we had a team of experts uh, i think using that information about hey where is your outlet base what is from a productivity perspective what is the time in outlet to spend what is a good ratio of productive outlets to have where you're actually making a um, sell versus where you're just visiting to build the relationship all of that sort of feeds in to make sure that it's a very well oiled machine um and that's how we use technology to be able to get to that that's really great to know as well i'm happy that the data crunching actually led somewhere uh, now that brings me to the next question is that how did you actually you know decide to partner with bizom all together and what has that journey been like it was uh, back in 2021 uh not that we were not using salesforce automation solution then but i think we very quickly realized that we needed something more market focused for india and that's how we went on about a 3 4 month journey uh evaluating bizom as well as i think about 9 to 10 other partners for us eventually it came down to a few basics that we wanted to be clear on number one whoever we partner with had to be a stable organization um such a big digital transformation you don't want to do every 2 years 3 years even right so we need that company to uh stay for longer with us and be on this journey uh someone who has the capabilities not just whatever we were using today but also the advanced capabilities of the future so be it um things i'm going to just put some examples out there right simple things like route optimizations uh because there's a lot of time that a sales person is spending on ground uh to more advanced capabilities connecting different parts of the value chain going to the distributors or distributor management system for example and above and beyond um and along with this i think which was a kicker where bizom stood out for us was around the fact that you guys had a very deep understanding of our industry already because you were present in the space and we were not just looking for a product partner we were looking for someone who can come in every month every week and really we can talk about business insights and change the course of certain decisions that we might have taken uh based on this data uh so that's how i think back in 2021 we went on this journey we did a uh, 2 3 month pilot i think at that time we were able to make about uh 20 or 30 product changes based on on ground feedback so it was a very very interesting journey for about 6 months and i'm glad that we went on that together and here we are uh, so like you mentioned that every journey will have its ups and downs so in terms of bizom like what are a few challenges in terms of the entire digital transformation which a business goes through right yeah. and uh, how did you actually maneuver with it because there's a lot of internal and external change management as well which you have to cater yes. to i would like to answer that in two parts i think one is purely from a product standpoint and so like a product fit for what we need uh i think that's where we had a great advantage with bizom because uh, sort of like i said we've been present in the industry from other cpg brands being using it so i think a lot of the questions that we had were already answered in a way okay. uh but let's talk about specifics so let's say uh, if you look at the bizom ui today it's simple it's very simple right but that is both uh, a benefit because it was primarily one of the reasons why we switched over as well from one of the earlier partners uh because we needed something that worked in the remotest of areas in this country right mm-hmm. uh but on the other hand when you have a trade off between the amount of information you need to collect and the way that you want to collect it because a sales person time is limited 
I think that's where we had very sort of healthy conversations between both teams. Um, and maybe I'll point out an example. So uh, when we were discussing uh, information to collect on ground with respect to any execution activities in an outlet, um, we reached this stage where, hey, because of the UI, you would have to do sort of an indefinite scrolling and that's really not going to be uh, conducive from a time perspective for the salesperson. So we, uh, we reached that point, right? But I think working with your product team at that stage and having that direct access really helped because we came up with a very simple but smart solution uh, where your team suggested that there'll be sort of like a copy-paste functionality. So whatever you've done from your last visit, because certain metrics don't really change uh, visit on visit, right? Uh, things like manufacturing date of the stock, for example, in a product like Bio. Um And that saved, that simple step just saved those four or five extra minutes in an outlet and still we were able to sort of get the information we needed. Um, so I think the journey has been one of where both sides have been able to bring up uh, ideas or ingenious solutions for some of the core business problems. That's, that's good to know. I'm going back to my days when we kind of had arguments on, you know, this should be this and this should be that yes. in terms of the UI and I'm yes. glad that we understand the business objective behind it. Uh, just uh, from, a, uh, from a standpoint of, uh, you know, this entire digital transformation journey, uh, we have now kind of become like a core to the ABI's operations per se, right? And you were talking about beyond we are now exploding. Uh, so uh, I'm pretty sure that there must be a lot of internal alignment which you would have to do. So any tips on that for who want to now digitally transform their business? Uh, I think change management is probably anyway the most spoken about topic when anyone talks about digital transformation. So not to sound like a cliche but then it's what it is and that's probably the most important step that we'll have in, in this journey. Uh, when we faced or when we were faced with this, uh, I think right at the start when I was telling you about how we were evaluating the partner, there were two, three basics that we wanted to keep in mind which I think help us uh, later on. Number one, um, so as a structure, uh, we have obviously our sales organization on ground, we have our route to market teams who are again uh, specialists on understanding the business and then we also have our technology teams who understand product and you know UI and consumer uh, needs uh, well. We got all three teams in the same room and this evaluation was conducted together. So it's not like any one of them was being introduced to this at a much later stage. Um, so that initial sort of uh, hurdle to cross in terms of understanding are we doing the right thing, are we going with the right partner got addressed there. But that's step one. Step two was a lot of internal change management for our on-ground field teams, right? Um, there's two things that helped us there. Number one, like I said, is we did uh, pilots. So what that meant is we actually chose Pan-India, we picked up regions in each of the regions, we chose champions. And those champions not only crafted the product uh, in the way that the teams wanted it in the first three months, but then also became uh, the actual people who are convincing the rest of the team members. Um, but one of the things actually surprisingly which was good was a lot of the people that uh, already were in the team had used Bizom at one of their earlier, uh, you know, earlier points in their career. So that also eased a lot of uh, change management and that was the surprise uh, that came up later. So we've done a lot of that internal change management and I think anyone would have to do it and all the way up to leadership conversations where we are pulling this data and we are trying to create a single truth at EBI. But then now we're also talking about external change management when we talk about our non-alcoholic business and going to distributors. So while using our distributor management system, 
there's a ton of work being done right now between our teams to really go out to the distributor and understand what would make them sort of use this because uh, the insights that we get from the data are invaluable. So we are on that second leg of journey today, uh, but that's how it's been for us so far. I understand that because adoption, driving adoption externally, I think can be more challenging than mm -hmm. internal. So looking forward to you know uh, partnering with ABI yeah. to help them bring those adoption numbers up. So now that we have done SFA, DMS, and a couple of more core solutions, what is like the next roadmap which you see uh, coming up? in terms of maybe Bizom or other solutions which you are right now looking at? Like we've discussed in various points on this journey Arpita and I think you brought it up or the rest of the team has brought it up as well. The real beauty is when, uh, so there will be multiple systems obviously in any organization but the real beauty is when A you are able to optimize and B whatever you have uh, by design they are able to talk to each other. So what we've embarked on now again is a lot of the examples that I can quote are from the integrations that we've done with some of the other solutions. So just to bring out one would be uh, let's say on our visibility of the products in an outlet. Uh, when we talk about calculating chiller purity, it's a very important metric in the space of you know beverages, specifically in alcohol, uh, in beer as well, uh, because what is cold is sold, right? That's the truth on ground. Uh, so to be able to make sure that all of our chillers are pure with our products, uh, and being able to do that by just a simple click of an image, and that telling you that hey, you're at 80% purity or 90% purity, um, we were we were sort of on that journey already before we engaged with Bizom. But then the tricky part was how do you make sure that now all of this is talking together right now seamlessly if, if the salesperson is using the Bizom application, how will, it, how will we make sure that um, their experience is so seamless that they're able to still do the click and the result comes up. Uh, so I think that's the next leg uh, of our journey where we were able to successfully do it in this example and there's a lot more to do as we expand into our distributor management system and all of the other uh, technologies that we'll be partnering with together. Thank you so much for your time today, Jishnu. Uh, it was a pleasure going back the memory lane, to be honest, and looking forward to the other ingenious solutions which we come up together. Likewise. Thank you, Thank you for having me. It was amazing to listen to how the company is leveraging data and insights to bring their amazing products to Indian consumers and ensuring last mile delivery. Thank you everyone for joining us for another Bizom podcast on Masters of Change.